Jesus Way, the Who Am I podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you've been listening to all of these chapters, I appreciate you so much. I hope you've been enjoying listening to my story. I hope something I said has connected with you and maybe you've even learned something. If you have any questions, feel free to DM me because I want to hear from you and I want to know what you think about this. I love honest feedback and if you want me to talk about something or elaborate on something, just let me know because I love talking to people. If this is your first time listening, thank you so much. I highly suggest listening to my intro track. It'll explain what this podcast is all about. And then I would highly suggest starting from chapter one because we are in chapter seven and we have covered so much information. So without further ado, here's chapter seven, Investing in Myself. While things weren't the best in my relationship, my business became my obsession and it made, it really made it so much nicer because I would focus on my business and it was going so well. So when I first met Dan, I was barely making $2,000 a month. I was working one or two days a week at the salon I think it was probably only one, to be honest. I, uh, one day a week at the salon, and then I was serving at Mikado um, probably five days a week at night. And I was making way, I was actually making pretty good money at Mikado. Uh, at this point, I was making the most that I'd ever made. And so that's really sad because I've never made more than like 23K in my life. Um, and so. I was experiencing what making decent money was looking like, even though it wasn't even that much. Um, and so when I first met Dan, he was working at Braintree. Um, it was actually bought out by uh, PayPal. And he started out with the, he was like the 23rd employee at the company and he was a manager and then he was a project manager and then PayPal bought it. So he got a good chunk of money with that. And then he decided he's from Chicago and he uh, came out to Austin to do a training at Big Commerce and uh, ended up falling in love with the city. And he decided, I think this was probably shortly, maybe a year or so after the breakup with his ex. And he decided he needed a change. And so he moved to Austin and he worked remote uh, for Braintree. And so that's where he was at when I met him. So he is the most amazing cook ever. And he makes the best food. He takes hours and hours to develop flavors. And he's always done the cooking. I've always appreciated it. Um, he is just so good at cooking. And I feel really bad because I haven't contributed in that way. I tried for like a week and I sucked. And so I think he actually likes doing it. But I, so anyways, I ended up doing all of the grocery shopping and he paid for everything and he would Venmo me money and I offered to split it, but he wouldn't let me. So I just let him continue to do that. And I went negative in my bank account multiple times, but I was too proud to tell him about it. And so when I found out how much money Dan was making, I was like, holy shit, I'm going to have to step up my game. 
game if I'm going to be with this guy. And like I've said before, like I thought the same thing with my ex, but that was in the fitness uh, aesthetics part of it. And so Dan inspired me to do more in my business and to be better and to make more money and to pull my own weight. And I didn't want to be, I mean, while I enjoyed him paying for everything, it was very nice and I needed it because I am in debt and I was, you know, paying down my debt because I didn't have grocery bills and it was very helpful for me, but I didn't, I've always been like a take care of myself sort of person and I want to make money to cover my own bills and to do well. So in April of 2017, I invested $500 in myself and my business and it was the best decision of my life. I had found Brit Ziva. I think she started liking my photos on Instagram. And so I checked her out. She's got a lot of free content. If you are in hair or a salon owner or a in the beauty industry, esthetician, nail art, whatever, you need Thriver Society because it changed my life. Like the best investment. I think I saw my investment back in the first month, maybe the, fir- the first two months when I really started digging into it. Um, I started picking through things and I went through like module one and then module five and then I jumped to module eight and I bounced around between April and August And then in August, I was like, I got to get my shit together. And I started going through it through each module and I immediately noticed change. It was insane how much change I saw. In 2017, I made around 17K for hair. And then my gross income from January 2018 to July 2018, I made 23K. And I've never seen growth like that. Like it was absolute, my numbers are insane. And I chalk it all up to Brit and to following the program. But she, I started following her on Instagram and Facebook and started consuming all of her free content. And then when Thriver Society opened up, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do it. So when I moved to Oklahoma when I broke up with Josh and I moved to Oklahoma I didn't do hair there so I took a two-year break and I focused mainly on personal training and I was a server and I worked I worked at a yoga studio so I was just kind of making making ends meet and wasn't really passionate about it and so when I moved to Austin I got the thank god I listened to it because this has been the best thing ever but I I finally decided I wanted to do to do hair again so I got my license transferred and I applied at a couple salons downtown and I did my very first balayage on a girl from Trudy's that I worked with and um I I actually, I'm going to post a picture this week about my first balayage because it's actually pretty damn good for not knowing how to do, how to do it. Um, but anyways, I finally got a job at this commission salon in Cedar Park. I think I already talked about this, but I, I only worked there a couple weeks to be honest because I, it was awful. I was working like 16 hours a day working at Mikado, working at the salon and then uh, building up like every free moment I had, I was making my website, doing my business cards, getting, doing networking, getting into all the Facebook groups and decided to invest 
found a salon um, that I was able to work one day a week at. And so I was still serving and working one day a week on Sunday. And then I met Dan and he inspired me to do more. And so around this time, I think it was like June or August or something like that, he ended up quitting uh, Braintree and he started working at a mechanic shop. So he ended up, he's got a 66 charger and he wanted to find a mechanic who maybe he could like rent space and work on his charger and like ask the guy if he had questions because he knows so much about cars. He's obsessed and uh, he just kind of wanted to be around someone who maybe would know more than him. So we ended up finding this guy on LinkedIn and he was a Chicago's Blackhawks fan and we ended up one day going to his shop and talking with him and he was like he seemed like this really awesome guy he seemed like he cared about his business and his craft and um, they ended up talking and Dan was in the middle of quitting Braintree and going to work somewhere else and he was interviewing and so he had like a month off and he ended up work going to this guy's shop and working all the time and then finally it came to hey why don't I work for you with you with the Dan wanted to own, open his own shop and so he thought that would be a good way to get to that point and so he worked for this guy and I ended up working for this guy because I started hanging out and we both saw the potential of his business because he was ex- he was growing really fast and he uh, had I think he'd only been doing it for a couple of years and his books, he needed some help. And so I offered to do his books and, uh, so I would work there three days a week and it was really nice because Dan was, Dan was working there. And so we were both working there. And then after about three months, this guy turned out like he is the worst and he's just a terrible, terrible business owner. And he would get all nutty and yell at me and just, there was just a lot of drama that went on. But, uh, so I ended up, um, working two days a week, at the salon, I quit my serving job. I was working three to four days at the shop and it was really fun while until the guy got crazy. And then I was doing a lot of on the computer networking while I was working for the guy. So I was on Facebook all of the time. So every single, I'm in this group called Girls New to Austin, which you should definitely check it out. I'll link it in the uh, notes. But I got in that group and I was responding to every single post about finding a hairstylist. I started building up my clientele and I became one of the top hairstylists recommended in that group. And I'm so thankful for that because I get so many clients from girls new to Austin and I would just post a comment and be like, Hey, my name's Lindsay. Here's a new client promo. Uh, here's, you know, what I give all my clients and what you can expect and a link to my Instagram, check me out. And I would just drop a comment. I would like the post. Sometimes I would add them and then I would leave it. And so people would just be contacting me all the time. It was so awesome. So when we came back from Chicago for the holidays in January, I ended up getting fired from that mechanic shop because something stupid happened and he got tired of us and he uh, fired me. And so there was all this drama, like I said, I'm not going to get into it, but he fired me. And that was the best thing that could have happened because I, it kind of forced me to, okay, holy shit, you're on your own. You gotta, you gotta 
do this. And so it was perfect because of the salon I was working at got taken over and I didn't really like the new management. And so I had been searching for somewhere else and I found a place right next door, Pearl Salon. And I started working there three days a week. And it was so freaking cool because I would not have been at that spot had I not done Thriver Society because I built my way up from one day a week to three full days a week, come like booth renting and I was making money. And so that was so awesome. And so, like I said, in, uh, I noticed a huge change in my income in 2017. And then my, uh, I doubled my income in 2018. I, I think I made like, I guess I made like 20K or 17K for 2017 from hair. And mind you, I was only working one day a week. And then I went into full time three days a week. And I made almost, I think like 57K last year. And I've never seen growth like that ever in my life. Like I've never been, I've never made this kind of money. So it's been really awesome. Um, And you know what? I plan on doubling it this year and, um, or at least getting to 100K. That's my goal is, 100k and you know what I know that it is taboo to talk about money but fuck that I want to give you an example that you can fucking do it if you put your mind to it if you invest in yourself if you work really fucking hard you can make money doing what you love and it's such a good feeling for me to to say that I only work three days a week and I'm tracked I'm on track to make 100k this year and it's just so it blows my mind because I I always aspired to do well in life but I never had the motivation uh until the last until I moved to Austin Uh, the move to Austin has been the best thing the best decision of my life because my life I really feel like my life started when I moved to Austin so I've invested thousands I think I've already invested over a thousand dollars just this year in education and my craft and I finally got to that point where I feel like I can call myself an expert in what I do because I specialize in lightning services so I love 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 lightning uh, blondes and brunettes alike like I don't just do blondes although I do like blondes a little bit more because I'm a little partial as I'm a blonde myself but I love brunettes too because brunettes I was just telling my client Ellie yesterday I did her hair and less is more with brunettes and it's an art to to brighten and lighten brunettes without overdoing it and I've over lightened so many brunettes and I'm so sorry if that was you because uh, yeah, like I've been learning over the last year and when balayage first came out, I wasn't that good at it. And even though my clients love their hair, I've evolved so much and it's been so nice, but that's because I've invested so much in myself and it's so nice because I'm to that point where I can say, I, I turn clients away. Like if they don't want to do what I want to do with their hair, then I don't take them as a client. And that may sound cocky or rude or, or whatever, but I only love doing 
hair that I love. And I'm only going to accept you as a client if you want me to be the creative director for your hair. And I want to give my clients a look that's unique to them, that works with their lifestyle, that works with their skin tone and their uh, out, like what they wear and how they live their lives, what kind of products they use, what how often they wash their hair. Like I am so detailed in what I do and it feels so good to provide that kind of service for my clients. And I... I just think that it's, I'm very proud of myself and I'm enjoying this moment where I am and looking back and seeing how far I've come is pretty fucking exciting. And I know that you can do it too. And I think that everyone, everyone has a passion. They've got something deep down in their heart that they know they want to do, but it takes a lot of courage to do that thing. But I'm telling you right now that you can do this. You can make your, I I firmly believe that we live in a day and age or day and time or however you say it, where everyone can be making over 100k at least minimum that's like my bare minimum right now and in like two years ago I would have thought holy shit like I've made it and I know that there is there is immense wealth out there and I believe that we can all get it if you have passion for something and if you can turn that into serving others that's the key that's the key right there is being in service of others every day before I get to the salon I think and I meditate on how can I serve my clients today how can I serve my coworkers? how can I serve someone and when I shifted my thinking to that like money just came flowing in essentially and it's not about the money but you have to have my money mindset has totally changed because you have to have money in order to live you have to have your needs met you have to not be worrying about paying the your bills or not having money in your savings account if a tragedy happens we have to be financially well off in order to live lives and in order to impact others. I have been listening to this podcast by uh, James Wedmore called Mind Your Business and it's amazing. And they talk about the how looking at money as the more money you are making, the more impact you are making. When you are making money, it means you're impacting others. I believe that if you have passion for something and if you can serve others, you too can make money. There's so much information out there. You can learn everything online. I highly suggest finding a coach to help you invest in yourself and then you'll start seeing amazing results. It happens so quickly um, and even more so when your mindset is right. So my best advice is if you are, um, if you've just started a business, if you've been in business for a while, if you're thinking about getting into business for yourself, I highly suggest turning inwards. Focus on yourself because once your mindset changes about money, once you start realizing the mind stories that you tell yourself, once you start realizing the negative self-talk that you're, that you're, that once you realize how you're talking to yourself and your mindset, um, that like I, I've seen so much progress in investing my, in myself and the Thriver Society program helped me so much. Like that was the key investment that changed my life and my business. And then all of the other investment has been in education. And so that's helped on that side, but you really have to get your mind 
in that space to where you can you can live to your full potential in your business and in your life. And I feel like I've noticed the most growth in the last few weeks because of my mindset. So I'm going to talk about all of that later, but I just want to kind of plant that seed that start now. If you're in business, start getting on that personal development path. Get a therapist. If you have something that you need to work through, work through it because you're you're limiting yourself with your mind and you have to open up your mind and then that will open up the door to wealth and uh, success and living your best life. And you know what? If you don't like your job, if you wake up every day of the week yearning for Saturday only to wake up Sunday to dread the upcoming week, I challenge you to dig deep within yourself and ask what you were put on this earth for. Where does your genius lie? What fuels your fire? If you could do anything in the world, if money was no object, if your kids weren't an issue, if your partner wasn't an issue, if your limitations of yourself weren't an issue, what would you do? If you could do something or talk about something 8, 10, 12 hours a day, what would that be? Look at that. Figure it out. Sometimes I feel like it takes us a long time. I'm 33 and I just now started living. So if you can do this at like 10 years younger than me, oh my God, you're going to live the most amazing life and you're going to start doing it quickly. But you need to figure out where your genius lies because there is enough wealth and there is enough money in the world for all of us to be 100k plus earners, to be doing what we love, to only be working a few days a week or a few hours a day or whatever. Don't get me wrong. It takes a lot of work, but when you love what you do, it doesn't seem like work. And when you know how to delegate and put systems into place to make your life easier, God, it's, it's the life. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Main takeaway is this. Find your passion and combine it with service and you will start seeing amazing results in your life. So I'm going to go ahead and stop that here because I feel like I'm getting into preach mode and I just want to let that sink in. Think about this. Think about this over the next few weeks. Really meditate on it and see. I feel like we all know deep down what we want to do. Like with this podcast, I have been sitting on this podcast for months. I knew that it was something that I needed to do, but I was too scared to do it. And it really happened when I when I was reading the high performance habits book, which that will be a whole chapter in its own. Um, and I highly suggest it. It's by Brendan Bouchard. I think I'm saying his last name, right? I'm not sure, but go get that book. Cause it's so awesome. He wanted to write a book that would get on the times bestsellers list. And so he was doing all his, all of his research and all of the people were like, go write the book. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, okay, I gotta, I gotta fucking record this podcast. And even if I'm scared, I just need to do it and get it out there because if I don't do it, then I'm not gonna get better at it. And I've already gotten better at editing and I've already gotten better at like my outlining and not going off track and what I wanna do and what I want to accomplish with this podcast. So the whole point of this is there is the world we only have one life and we spend too much time in the past or like 
thinking about the future in the sense of when I am rich, I'll be happy. When I hit that, when I get that house, things will be better. When I, we're always thinking about the future and it's great to think about the future, but if you're not enjoying the present moment and if you don't have a plan and if you don't have clarity, then you're not going to get there. And a lot of people, once they get that house or that wife or hit that money marker or whatever they're doing, they realize that they're not happy. And so that's why I cannot express to you more how important it is to get your mind right because everything is in your mind. It is absolutely incredible, everything that I've learned, and I cannot wait to share in the next few chapters. But start getting your mind right. I'm going to come out with my, I think in the next two chapters, it's going to be my book suggestions and my podcast suggestions. If you want access to those before, DM me because I'll send them to you. They have changed my life and I cannot wait to talk about them. So uh, in the next chapter, I'm going to talk about the great con where my dad cheated on my mom and conned my sister and I for a year. You know what? It breaks my heart to even say that because it was such a dark time for our family, especially my mom. And I think I've, I've forgiven my dad and it, the past is the past and I've let it all go. And I'm going to explain more of my experience with that. But, um, I think the thing that I regret the most is that I felt really close to my dad at this time. And I just learned that I was a part, a pawn in his manipulation. And then my mom probably experienced the darkest time of her life and she survived and she got through it and she's like a phoenix. And I don't even know who this woman is in the best way possible because she, she's like in Martha's Vineyard right now, hanging out with her friend, Wendy, who she met at a yoga retreat. And she has gone on, um, cruises to Greece and all these places. I never know what she's doing next. She went to Asheville. She goes kayaking. Like this was not my mom growing up. And I wish I could have seen her and I wish that she could have come into her own, but I'm so happy that she is there now. And I'm very proud of her and I look up to her and admire her. And I know, that I've talked maybe not negatively but maybe not in the best light um my view of her growing up wasn't the best because I didn't want to become like her because I saw how she was in the relationship but I couldn't comprehend what she was going through and she went through so much and she regrets it and it makes me feel sad but the past is the past and we, we learn from it and we move on and you know once I started learning all of this about my dad is when I started down the path of personal development and got a therapist and I feel the need to share this part of my life because I hope that it can help you if you have a parent parent who's shares some of these same things. I talk to so many people who can relate and who have fathers who are assholes and parents who are assholes and I want you to know that you're not alone and that there's nothing wrong with you. We get so fucked up because of our parents and they're fucked up from their parents and the cycle goes on and on and on until someone breaks it. And I'm here to tell you that you can fucking break that cycle. And just because your parent was an asshole doesn't mean that you are too. And you can get through this. You can work through it. And I hope that something I say can help you or inspire change. Um, but anyways, I am going to let you go. 
Thank you so much for listening uh, to my story. If you got all the way through this, you're the best. Uh, I hope that I have connected with you or inspired you um, or even just made you think because that's the whole point of this podcast. And I want to talk to you. DM me. I'm way podcast uh, on Instagram and on Facebook. I want to connect with you. If you have questions, I'm an open book if you couldn't tell. Um, and I love to connect and talk with people, especially about personal development and just anything you want to talk about. I'm here for you. Um, uh, go follow me, go subscribe, leave me a review. Uh, the first eight weeks of a podcast are really important. The more the more views or the more listens, the more subscribes, the more reviews I get, the better. So help me out. You're the best. Um, and yeah, like I said, I want to make this a community. So reach out to me, share with your friends. I want to know what you think. And yeah, I hope you have an amazing day and I will talk to you later. Bye. Bye.